Thanks for tuning in to today's Horsewoman podcast. Our show explores women in the horse industry as they share their dreams, challenges, successes. What drives these women? Well, let's find out. Good morning. This is Rose Cushing, and I'm the host of today's Horsewoman podcast. And one of my friends, Mary Miller Jordan, did an event called Heart of the Horse. And I wasn't familiar with it, so I was anxious to find out more details. So I contacted Julie Seal, and she's our guest today, so we can learn a lot about this great event. So Julie, tell us a little bit about you, first of all. Well, um, uh, I live in right outside of Jackson, Mississippi, and I've been the event coordinator for Mississippi Horses for um, about five years now. And part of that is um, our Safe Horse Project events, which is part of Mississippi Horses, but we welcome other rescues to participate also, encourage them to participate in the Safe Horse events. And the heart of the horse is uh, a new event for us that has been built on our old safe horse auction. So it is a trainer's challenge, um, and it's designed to get rescue horses new homes, but also to develop the trainers in our area because we don't have enough good trainers uh, for the public to be successful with their horses. That sounds like a really good event. Well, we're really proud of it. <laughs> yeah. What a good initiative to do with rescue horses, you know, so that they do have a second chance. Right. And that's what the, you know, Mississippi horses, like most rescues, um, depends on our donors, but also upon uh, the adoption fees from adoptable horses. And unfortunately, like most rescues, the large majority of our horses really are not adoptable at uh, this point. They take a year or more because they have to be physically rehabilitated, mentally rehabilitated, and then trained. Right. And we we don't adopt horses out uh, other than as, you know, we do have some that we adopt out as companion-only horses, but even they require a certain amount of training to be safely handled. Right. If they can't be safely handled and ridden, then they're not adoptable yet in our lives. Well, I totally agree with you because, you know, if you if they don't have any ground manners, most people that adopt, I would imagine, are beginners. So they've got to be able to handle them. I mean, you know. Yes. So that's, and that's part of our, our, our philosophy is not only to train the horses, but to train the people how to handle the horses uh, when they adopt them because we do use natural horsemanship methods. Um, we use uh, a program uh, through the uh, Homes for Horses Coalition called Plan for Progress. Uh-huh. And um, it's based a lot on Clinton Anderson type methods. Right. Um, but it is an online program that our adopters can go online and get videos and and do classes and challenges with their horse to learn how to uh, handle their horse the way they've been trained. Now, tell me so, about the heart of the horse. What what was that about? Okay, the heart of the horse, we started out, uh, because it was our first year, 
we limited the applications to 30 trainers, and they were split between professional trainers, amateur trainers, and youth, because the youth is the future of our breed. Right. I mean, of, of, of all horses, not just the breed, but of all horses. And um, so uh, our professionals were welcome to participate in our clinics, but our amateur and youth were required to, uh, the amateurs were required to have a professional mentor, and the youth were required to ha have a professional mentor and to participate in four clinics given by well-known clinicians um, <coughs> to develop their skills and to help them with training their horse for the trainer's challenge. And it was a four-month training challenge. So um, that was, that's where we depart from the usual training challenge with the addition of the uh, clinics for the trainers for their development. And all of that was at no cost to the trainer other than their expenses to get to the event. But um, we covered everything, but the housing for their horse and um, the payment for the clinicians and all that. That's really nice. Now, it's a four-month thing, and they have a mentor. So how does that work? Does the mentor, like, help them through videos or Zoom, or how does – are they actually there mm -hmm. four months? Most of our, our mentors um, – were local to the individual trainers. Um, and our youth, uh, some of our youth were with their mentors several times a week. Oh, um, nice. And some of them were just once or twice a month. But um, all of them were required to work with the mentor to make sure that they were following all of the training steps and doing it safely because we didn't want anybody hurt. <laughs> right, right. So... So, um, who were, were some of your mentors that were well-known that we, we would recognize? Let's see. Well, Lauren Henney out of Alabama uh -huh. was, you know, Lauren doesn't do anything in a small way. She mentored four. Nice. <laughs> she did, she did um, three adult amateurs and a youth. And um, they were, you know, we call them, we call them the, 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 the fabulous Alabama crew. <laughs> <laughs> But um, there were there were five total trainers from Alabama, and Lauren mentored the she was the pro, and then uh, she mentored the four others from Alabama. And uh, our amateur reserve champion was one of those. Nice, uh, very nice. Yeah. Uh, so you and then uh, go ahead. Um, trying to think of some of our other mentors. Uh, Probably those, Lauren is the best known because she's done the Extreme Mustang Makeover and right. um, and she was the winner of our, train, our Safe Horse Trainers Challenge in 2020. So, um, the others are, were local pros in Mississippi. Well, um, name some of those people too because it's good to, to know, you know, for people that are listening, somebody that they can trust and go to. Okay. Well, we had Kaylee Rice, uh -huh. who is, um, she is the Mississippi Horses trainer uh, at our Mule Shoe Sanctuary, and she mentored two youth, um, and Kaylee is going into the Clinton Anderson Ambassador Program in August. Nice. So we're really proud of her about that, but she's, she's 
furthering her guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, some folks from the Pasadena world, um, we had Tommy and Vicki Griffith from uh, Mississippi also, who um, they had a, they kind of retired from showing in the Pasadena world, but they, they have a, a good youth cl- uh, program at their farm, and they mentored one of our youth, too. Uh-huh. So, um, that about covers them. <laughs> now, what did uh, Mary do, Mary Miller Jordan? Uh, Mary was our judge. Oh, okay. Um, and we were thrilled to have her. And uh, Con Livingston, who is also uh, Extreme Mustang Makeover um, past winner, and he just got through um, working with the Extreme Mustang Makeover that was in Franklin, Tennessee this past weekend. He was one of our judges also. Right. And he also did the opening clinic um, when we had our trainer pickup in January. Uh, Con did a, a one-day clinic at the pickup to... Um, help the youth and the amateurs with their horses. Some of these horses weren't even all the birds yet. Tell us about um, some of your horses. That's very interesting. Well, our horses came from a wide range of places. Uh, Some of them were already in the Mississippi Horses Rescue uh, System, had been there for a while uh, in physical rehab. Uh, Some of them we bought from known horse traders that sell to the pipeline. Yeah. Uh, We bought some at auction that feeds the pipeline. Um, We had some owner surrenders. Uh, So it was a a broad range of horses. But uh, a good good, uh, cross-section of of types of horses. We had gated horses. um, We had quarter horses. uh, We had some thoroughbreds. We had a Mustang, so uh, we had several uh, ponies, so we had a good good mix. Yeah, sounds like it. Now, what's required of somebody to adopt a horse from your program? Okay, uh, in order to adopt from the Heart of the Horse auction, you had to be an approved adopter from, you had to go through the application process for Mississippi horses. Um and we require that you uh, show the ability to care for the horse, have a good place to keep it. We, we require pictures of where the horse will be kept, uh, veterinarian and barrier references. Um, we ask for references of people that know you from uh, other horse activities. Um, because we all of our horses in the heart of the horse will tell had four months of training. We would not adopt any of them to a rank beginner. Right. Because they're green. Right. So you had to have some horse experience to adopt from uh, the, one of the challenge horses. But um, at the rescue, we will adopt to rank beginners if you will agree to work with us and learn how to handle your horse and Take some lessons. Now, tell me a little bit about your Mississippi Horses Rescue. Um, it, okay, Mississippi Horses Rescue is run by Stephanie Billingsley. It is, uh, I think they're in their 12th year now. Mm-hmm. And they have 
um, a location right outside of Jackson, Mississippi, in Canton, Mississippi. Um, that is the primary um, public rescue. That's where people go to see horses that are up for adoption and uh, to to work with horses there. And it's all volunteer driven. Right. Um, uh, and then they have a sanctuary in the Delta uh, called Neil Shoe, and that's where we send our unadoptable horses or horses that just need time to decompress before they're worked with. Right. Um, and a lot of times, we've got some that have been through a lot of trauma. That's where they go is to, to Neil Shoe to decompress, and they can stay there anywhere from six months to a year before we try to do anything with them other than feed them and give them basic care. How did you get involved with the program? How did I become involved with the program? Yeah. Well, totally by accident, actually. (laughs) Um, I was, uh, I had been retired from training and breeding my own horses for several years, and I was looking to get back into doing something that I, I couldn't commit to a long-term uh, involvement because I was caring for um, a aging parent. But I happened to attend Mississippi Horse's very first safe horse event. And it was a great concept, but I thought they needed some help. <laughs> and sure. I had experience doing large events. I had run three-day shows for the Pasadena association many times, and so I looked Stephanie up and told her that if she would like some help with her next safe horse event, I would help coordinate it, and that's how I became involved, and so I'm, I'm in large part a computer warrior. I do most of the things from home on my computer. Um, I do the scheduling and the planning and the writing of the rules and the processes. Um, I don't get to spend a lot of time at the actual rescue. But it's such a beautiful yeah. thing, the way you're giving back. That's one thing I really, really enjoy about being part of the horse industry is that the horse people give back in so many ways and, and expect nothing in return, which is really beautiful. Well, it's it's um, it's been something that I've really enjoyed Um I unfortunately was so busy during the Heart of the Horse, I didn't get to see many of the performances at right. the final um, until after the fact that I got to watch them in video. But I was in tears the whole time because I was so invested in the people and the animals. I'm sure. I'm sure. I produced expos for a long time, and, and it feels so funny now that I'm retired when I get to watch an event because I, I never got to see them. I was so busy like you. So it means a lot. <laughs> Hey y'all, this is Lonnie from Mule City Specialty Feeds located in Benson, North Carolina. It's almost springtime. Is your horse blooming? Does your horse have a shiny coat and healthy hooves? How much extra time and money are you spending mixing supplements in the feed room when you could be enjoying your horse in the arena or out on the trail? Then look no further. Mule City Specialty Feeds has a line of equine feeds that delivers maximum nutrition from your performance horse to your weekend trail horse. Our line of Maximum Nutrition Equine Feeds offers five different complete balanced formulas that will take you out of the feed room and into the saddle. 
In addition to equine feeds, we also offer complete feeds for your barnyard pets and livestock. For more details, visit our website at MuleCity.com, follow us on Facebook, or give us a call at 1-800-587-9229. And don't forget, Mule City delivers. Well, that, that's really exciting. Now, you guys depend mostly on donations? Yes, we are. We are 100% donor-driven. So tell us how people can donate to you. Um, well, the Heart of the Horse uh, or Safe Horse Project, um, we, we um, will accept donations to Mississippi Horses for the project or on each individual project we'll put on Facebook where they can donate for that. Uh-huh. Um, but Mississippi Horses, uh, you can, we have a Facebook page, of course, and, and a um, web page. Okay. And you can donate um, monthly or one-time donations through the web page or through Facebook. Um, and uh, a large percentage of our um, donations have actually been coming through Facebook the last couple of years now. With Facebook changing some of their parameters, I don't know how long that's going to last. So sure. we're really trying to uh, build our monthly donor base so that we know how much we've got coming in on a monthly basis. Do you have on your website like a specific horse that people can support on a monthly basis? Yes, we do. We have we have um, several ways that you can you can pick a horse to sponsor at Neil Shoes. Uh-huh. Um, or, or if we have a horse that's requiring special care, a lot of times you can, you can say you're going to sponsor that horse for a specific aspect, aspect of its care. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's along with the, uh, we have horses on the website for adoption. Right. And, um, and then we have, uh, a list of the horses at the sanctuary and those, those are the ones that, um, if someone wanted to long-term support a horse, they could pick one of the sanctuary horses that, you know, will have those for the rest of their lives in most cases. Right. Right. Now, what is the name of your website? Okay. Um, the the safehorseproject.org um, covers the projects that we do, um, including the Heart of the Horse. And then... Um, MississippiHorses.org. Okay. And the, the Facebook page is what? The Facebook pages are The Safe Horse Project and Mississippi Horses. Very good. Well, you guys out there listening, you know, if you're a trainer, what a beautiful way to give back. And, you know, if you're just a person who loves horses and wants to do something good from your heart, Check these folks out because I know that they are very good rescue and very legitimate and see what you can do to help them. So I really appreciate you being on the show today, Julie. Thank you. I thank you very much. And trainers, if you'll start watching the website uh, in about uh, October or November, we will be announcing um, solicitation of trainers for the 2024 event. Very nice. And Stephanie Billingsley will be a guest on our show in the future. So for more information about how she got involved with the rescue, stay tuned for a new episode with Steph with Stephanie. So thank you guys for listening as always. 
And thank you, Julie. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Our souls wander in similar places. Even though we may not know each other, we touch the same wind, we walk under the same sky, and our hearts wander in the same dreams. We are one, women just like you and me. Thank you for listening.